Welcome to Choir Talks. Thank you for joining us to listen to this podcast, joining us here in the house. We've been working our way through Ephesians, and uh, today we're in Ephesians chapter 3, which is a great chapter. And we're going to hear one of the prayers of Paul. Um, This is the second Paul prayer in the book of Ephesians. The first one you might remember in chapter 1 had that great line um, that he prayed that the eyes of their heart would be opened. That first prayer was about enlightenment and about understanding. This prayer is a little different. It's about enabling. Um, This is a a prayer that also, like the other prayer, has four main things that he's praying for. And the four things really have to do about what you're asking God to do for you. Um, It's not so much about knowing and understanding as it is about taking hold of something and and, um, letting God work through you. Um, he's going to mention the word riches for the fifth time in just two and a half chapters. So that's becoming an important word in this book. Um, riches are not at all talking about earthly wealth in any way. And when he uses riches in here, he's always talking about spiritual blessings and spiritual wealth that we have because of our relationship to, with Jesus. Um, and so in this prayer, he's praying that, that they would get a hold of the riches that they have in Christ and let those riches make a difference in the way they live. All right, so here's four things to pray for. Let me read you the the scripture. Um, This is Ephesians chapter 3, starting with verse 14. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. That's a beautiful introduction to this prayer here. Uh, he's, He's appealing to the Father who he says is the worldwide Father. He's the Father of us all. And then verse 16, here's his prayer. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and your inner being. All right, he wants God to strengthen them in their inner being. Both prayers, the one in the first chapter and the one in the third chapter, deal with the spiritual condition of our inner person, our inner, the real us, the person who is on the inside. Um, and not not at all for material or physical needs, and that that's a something that I really that sticks out to me. How much of my time and how much of your time do you spend praying for your own spiritual condition as opposed to praying just for physical needs and things that are going on in your life? Man, we have to desire uh, God to change us on the inside. We have to desire to walk deep in the Spirit. And that, that comes out of our, our request before the Lord and our, our prayer life. So um, this, this change, this dependence, uh, this change on our inner man, the being strengthened, he says here, is uh, with power through his spirit. Um, so the source of God's doing this work of strengthening us on the inside is the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. Um, someone has said if, if they took the Holy Spirit out of many churches that that church would go on and no one would know the difference. I hope that's not true. But here's the thing. We've got to learn as the people of God to depend on the Holy Spirit. We've got to learn to walk by the Holy Spirit and learn to let him be at work and see him at work in our life. And part of what he's going to do is to strengthen us. Um, And so uh, in Acts, Jesus tells us to wait to receive power from above. And then when, when he sent the Holy Spirit, then amazing things happened. And so that's, that's the work of, of the Holy Spirit in us and through us. 
Um, so we've, we've got to wait and look for the Holy Spirit to work in us, strengthening us in the inner man to face whatever is in front of us. Here's the next, here's number two. He says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being round, uh, rooted and, and grounded in love. Uh, I'm just going to stop right here because that's really the second thing. There, was, there were three words in here that are all sort of the same function. The first one was dwell. And the word dwell in the original language means to settle in and be at home. Uh, to settle in and be at home. I don't know if you've read this little book. There was this great book back in the, I don't know, 1970s or something called My Heart, My Heart, Christ's Home. It was just a little pamphlet of a book. And the, and the author um, wrote this fanciful version of what it would feel like to invite Christ into your heart. And he likened the heart as, as a house. And, and so one by one, the author gave Christ um, power and dominion over each room in his house. Uh, even that final last closet that he didn't want Christ to look in to see. And, and so that's the idea here, is that, um, that Christ would be at home and have dominion in all the areas of our life, in our heart. Um, so it, he want, the prayer is really a prayer to, to go deep, um, not just a surface relationship with Jesus, but to ha- let Jesus have control and authority in every area of our life. So um, you got the word dwell, and then he comes back with the word rooted, um, and so obviously this is an agricultural idea, rooted like a tree. Those roots need to go deep in order for the tree to, to grow tall, right? For that tree to do everything uh, in terms of growth that it can do, those roots need to go deep. So it's really the same idea here, that, that we were allowing Jesus to come into our lives and have this deep um, place in our heart, deep place in our lives. We've got to grow deep. Um, right here's the next part of the prayer. Verse 18 says, so that you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. All right, the word grasp here sticks out to me. This is the action word that, that Paul is praying for them, to grasp. And so um, unlike the first prayer where it was just a knowledge, here grasp means to, to take hold of and so that, that you, it becomes a part of you. He's really saying that you will live this, this great and vast love, not just know it on a surface level, but that know it experientially and know it where it flows through you, that you will live it and live in it. If I grasp how great the love of Jesus is in my life, it's going to begin to work its way in me and then through me and spill over into the people that I encounter and make a difference, a life-changing difference in other people. That's the way the love of Christ works. So we've got to grasp that. It can't just be something that we have knowledge of. It's got to be something that we live out, and that's, that is something to pray for. Here's the last part of the prayer. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Here's the fourth thing we're asking God in this prayer is to fill us. What an what a awesome thing, a goal that the Father has for us is to be full to, with all the fullness of him. Um, there are too many people that want to claim some um, uh, Christianity as maybe as a sort of a coat that they put on when they want to wear it and take off when they don't. But the Father's goal for you is to fill your whole life and that's something for us to pray for and to seek out from the Lord in prayer that we would be filled to the fullness of God. Again, that he would control us all, all of our lives, and um, that his power 
would be there in us and his love would be there in us. And then he ends the prayer with this, this awesome uh, passage here. He says, um, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. I love that verse. That's an awesome end to this prayer. Um, listen to all of the, the words. Uh, he uses every possible word to convey the vastness and the bigness of God's power. He says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, not just more, not just a lot more, but immeasurably more than all we ask or even imagine. Um, it's the work that God intends to do in us and through us is it's more than we can even imagine to ask for. Um, according to his power, um, then again, you know, not, in, not our power, but he is gifting us and empowering us in, in, with his power in the Holy Spirit, that work that is, that is at work within us. Um, to him be the glory in the church. And by the way, that's not a building, right? That's us. His glory is going to be manifested in us when we are filled to the fullness of God when we grasp his love, um, when we are rooted and he dwells in us and strengthening the inner man, then God's glory uh, is going to be revealed in us uh, through Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Hey, thanks for sharing with me. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this prayer of Paul and God. Tonight, we just want to echo and, and parrot these words, God. We want to ask you to, to strengthen us on the inner man, Father, for your glory and for your good, God, that we would we would be able to walk in the ways that, that you direct us, Father, and we would not be set us, uh, off of that path by temptation or by uh, difficulties that we encounter, but, Father, we would walk with you, God. And, Father, pray that you'd grow us deep, God. That, that your Holy Spirit, uh, that the person of Jesus would dwell in us richly, Father, and, and that we would grow deeper uh, day by day uh, in you, Father. And, Father, pray that, that you would help us to um, live out the love of Christ, to grasp it, to make it um, uh, our, a part of our being and something that, that flows through us on a daily basis, Father. Let the love of Christ empower us and push us forward. And then, Father, I pray in, in Jesus' name, God, that you would fill us all the way to the fullness, Father, that, that we would not just be half-hearted in our relationship with you. We would not give us just part of yourselves. God, we offer all of ourselves to you and ask you to, to fill us with, uh, to the fullest of all you are. And, Father, we look to your hand, God, as you do more than we can even know in this moment to pray for. I pray for my brothers and sisters who are making this prayer before you, God. Let it be amen and so in their lives. And I ask it in Jesus' name, amen.